happen. Speaking of that, <laughs> welcome everybody to the <laughs> Fagin' Us podcast. Um, thank you for joining us. Today is a very special day. We got to connect with oh, an old yeah. friend who uh, was actually not an old friend. I was classmates. We were both violists and classmates together. We had studio and, class together. Yeah, and I just never never got the opportunity to to hang out with her. I've been, you know, following on the Insta. I've been a mm-hmm. little creeper and just, just tracking just like that life. I see you creeping. And I see me creeping. He'd be like, he liked that photo. He didn't talk to me in class. But Chauncey, I like that I photo. See you creeping, dog. And so <laughs> it was it was nice to have, kind of have someone on here and just connect after all these these years. It's also really cool to hang and and recap with somebody that you went to school with who's absolutely crushing it. Crushing who's it. Really quite literally reached part of like possibly an apex of the career that we yeah, all made, subscribe she, to. She's made it in the, you, you know, know, they always talk about like, making the big leagues or the yeah. NFL. She is in she's the top tier. She's played uh, in time with some of the top groups, but not without hardships. Yeah. And not and without the, troubles. And the one illuminating thing that I can, that I grab from this is that success doesn't make you happy. Right. Mm-hmm. And just because if you achieve a dream goal, there still are so many factors that are more important, like relationships, like being able to connect with people. Being able to connect with yourself. Being able to connect with yourself. And uh, we talk about all those things and more in this uh, really illuminating conversation. Please welcome our next guest, Jenny Sun. What you were saying earlier about like LA being more of a place where you feel more at home. Yeah. Can you expand on that? You know, it's just, the energy thing, you know, mm-hmm. people are more relaxed, laid mm-hmm. back. And, you know, I lived in New York for, what, seven seven years? You did? Yeah. Seven. Why? Oh, because I did um, I did undergrad and master's, and I stayed a year kind of going back and forth um, Baltimore. Because I was still yeah. doing a degree. Yeah. You know. Wait, wait, wait. You were doing both? Yeah, I was, um, I was doing kind of both, but it was like a performance degree. So I didn't really <laughs> that's that's code. What she did, uh, she, Jenny just did quotations, which mean you know, degree performance degree. Me, I get uh, lesson. uh, lessons, lessons yeah. the occasional I mean, class. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you know, I actually did have to go to like a few, a few classes, but I. What were they? Yeah, how'd that happen? Remember? Do you remember? Well, you know, because I did undergrad and masters at Juilliard, and then I wanted one more year with my teacher, Cynthia Phelps. And she taught at Manus. Oh. Um, and before, so I played in Baltimore Symphony for one year because I, I had a one-year mm-hmm. contract. So I was like, well, I don't want to give up on my thing with Cindy and go to Baltimore because I feel like I still have a lot to like learn and mm-hmm. you know. I wanted to absorb like yeah, more teachings from Sensei. Like, I was like, yeah. I need more. So I mm-hmm. commuted every week. So Wait, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I came- <laughs> oh my I, God. I yeah, I I will come back like after a Saturday concert. It will end at like ten. Uh-huh. And then I'll Sometimes I'll take the midnight bus to New York City. Oh in at like four or, or something. I take what, what bus did you take? Bolt bus, I think. Oh, there's Bolt. I did Vamus. But Vamus. that was Bethesda, There's Maryland. Peter Pan also. 
I remember Vamos down to Bethesda, man. <laughs> Wait, how oh long? And you did that, that like, every week yeah. for like how long? Four. How long did it take? I did that. Um, yeah, for like three and, a half, three and a half. There's no traffic, but four hours. Sometimes, like I think the longest it took was like six and a half no. like hours. No. It was like fucking crazy. Oh no. my god! No. <laughs> and I think then I realized, you know what? I'm not gonna do the bus. So I switched to um, doing train, like Amtrak. Yeah, Amtrak, yeah. But then it got kind of expensive at some point. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of like switched. Ultimate. Yeah. How in this? You said you did this for like a year. Yeah, so oh from, God. I moved there like in October or September, I forget. And mm-hmm. then I ended the season in June, so I did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like nine months. A lot of people f- from around our time at Julia wind up in the Baltimore Symphony. Really? Ja- huh? Didn't oh, yeah. Jacob? Because Jacob, yeah. Jacob yeah. Shack But also there. Wyatt yeah. Underhill was there. Oh, right. oh yeah. Before, and now look at him. Uh, oh, it's a, like a small regional orchestra. I think it's called the San Francisco, San Francisco yeah. <laughs> Orchestra. Yeah. Like assistant... I don't intern concert you know, master. Yeah. Um, you know what? It's, you know. I hear it's. A, I hear it's not. He's it's not a job. People really don't want. He's. But. He's not doing anything. <laughs> it's okay. If he was bigger, he'd listen to this podcast. And <laughs> would get some good tips. Uh, on, yeah, he's on not good enough to be a guest. But, not, not but speaking enough. of Excel, how's Minnesota? Oh, it's really oh, great. I actually love the town. It's a great city, you know. Uh, are you Minneapolis? Is I'm in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. But also there's like- We don't talk about St. Paul. St. <laughs> Paul, St. Paul's trash. St. Paul, we're like, come on, you know, twin cities. Yeah. No, St. Paul's, Paul's cool, but I never go there. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Seth Meyers has a, a special and he opens up talking about St. Paul St. versus <laughs> Minnesota. It's it's great. I won't steal any of the It's jokes. beautiful in the fall, but, though. Yeah, it is. Oh, but it so gets gorgeous. so fucking cold. Yeah. Because like, how, how cold is it right now? I don't even fucking know. I, I don't even... I'm not even looking at the... But you just... Yeah, it's just causes stress. stress. No, no, it's okay. No, 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 bring no, it, girl. No, explicit. We, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> so it's already explicit. We crossed yeah. the threshold. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> no, it's really cold. I think it's something like 20-something right now or maybe... I, I don't know. I that's that's looked. bad though. Is it was it snowing? Yeah, last oh week it was like twenty five. I think when I was there and it was snowing, and you know, like I lived in New York for a while. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I'm used to the cold. Yeah, but it's like a different kind of cold. It's oh just like it, it's it, brutal. Oh, like, I f- I finally went to Minnesota just a uh, a month or so ago mm-hmm. for a wedding. And it was at the tail end of September, and there were just a billion weddings happening. <laughs> and so we're, we're taking an Uber, only like five, only five minutes away. It's one of the nice hotels there. I've seen other people stay, and we're very close to it. It's along the river, and the Uber person's like, "Is that your wedding?" I'm like, "No." Is that your wedding? No, no. Just just in this tiny drive past all these weddings, and we're like, "What's the deal?" Yeah. And they said, "There's only like." Uh, a couple month or like a very tiny window for like nice outside because it's either too humid and then it becomes freezing. Mm-hmm. So all these September, like beginning of September that weddings. so funny because it's the same thing with, I mean, that makes sense. Like you want to have a wedding on a nice day. Yeah. But it's the same thing with um, driver's license. Oh, really? Oh. Like, oh. So I had wow. a California license, but mm-hmm. then I let it expire and then mm-hmm. just didn't care. You didn't need it. Anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just like, you know, let it 
expire and you know it's been more than two years yeah so they said i have to like take it again in minnesota uh, if i want to drive actual driving test yeah Ooh. And, and by the way it sucked mm-hmm. i don't know how i passed uh, <laughs> i mean you did okay with your three hey, points you a little earlier i see you girl that's 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 good, good set. yeah we saw we saw Rear you mirror she's like mm, is anybody coming listen no, I mean, <laughs> listeners we can confirm there was a three-point road turn yeah no, an effective was... use of a turn signal oh um, man she she crushed it even when she didn't have to do a turn signal we were in the, the I was garage. pressing the emergency brake. <laughs> she had her hazards on and everything. Yeah, yeah. Look, she passes, ladies she passes. and gentlemen. No, but you know, the thing is, I'm fine driving, but parking for me, it's like uh, hell. Yeah. I can't park for shit. Really? And, you know, I don't Aren't know. you from LA? Girl, yeah, what happened? Yeah, yeah, how'd you survive this? I don't know. I, didn't I hate it here. It stresses me yeah, out. Yeah, I didn't really have to, like, drive in LA, like, city. Oh, so. okay. But, you know, I don't know about... I mean, in California, you, like, actually take the test out in the real, like, streets, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But there, they have, like, a testing center. What? Because they got space, right? Yes, it's yeah. just, like, a, like, big space. It's mm-hmm. just, you just, and you don't have to go above, like, 25. That's why I was, like, this is so, like, It's, weird. like, not touching the pedal. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, you know, it's even, like, I think it's harder to go slower. Because it's unnatural, too. Yeah. No, it's because you're a speed demon, Jenny. <laughs> it's just like, I want to go no, really the fast The foot doesn't the go time. all the way down. The foot does not go. Remember, remember, big toe. Big Spongebob. Toe. Yeah, Spongebob big taught toe. big toe. Poke it out of your oh shoe and just press. No, but, you know, also what the, so it doesn't really matter how you drive, but really what matters is parking because mm. they have these cones mm-hmm. like and mm-hmm. they make a little like space but how are you supposed to tell with fucking cones just yeah they're like, shorter you than yeah. the car and like also like, like which side yeah i had to do like parallel parking and then do the backing up like 90 degree parking mm-hmm. i've never done yeah. it i never had to to like back into a spot yeah oh, nah. yeah man. i still have my north carolina driver's license and it was just the wild wild west they're like don't hit that cow <laughs> but if you do, drive fast. <laughs> yeah, but if you do, dinner. <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah. You just say, bless its heart, and you keep driving. Oh, no, that's... Oh, I, you know, it's so funny because I just got my California license. Oh, you did? Because I, I had I my Georgia license. I feel bad. Bro, I'm, I'm I spent six hours in DMV. Day. Study Did you schedule it in advance? No, I just showed up. Oh, that's up. what you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, back, I, I back. had a panic attack, and I was like, I need to get it done because it's October, and my I've been here over a year. September. So every time, yeah. if, if um, I get until we've scheduled one, and then we've canceled the appointment, we've scheduled one, we've canceled the appointment. Yeah, no, just and show up. And then just like now, if I get pulled, it's just like, I just moved here. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to look at my lease. They're like, oh, sorry, um, I just got here. I just got here. Yeah, <laughs> But see, that my roommate was like, so uh, have you re- registered your vehicle yet? And look, I was like, I is that Mindy? It's Mindy. I know. You know, uh, my roommate is a uh, uh, Chinese uh, opera singer, oh. mezzo soprano, and cool. we went and saw an improv show together last night. We do like these little mini dates. Like we uh, we got like this pint of raspberry ice cream with chocolate chunks. I saw that. And we so yeah. Cool. So we hey, just yo. just right in front of the right before the show we pregamed, but um. Yeah, she keeps me in line. Like, if I'm falling behind on some things, she'll be like, what? Remember? She's like the sister. She's like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. you need to get together. No, she's like, she's definitely like the sister I always wanted. 
She's like the tiger mom. Yeah, exactly. Like, she's like, let's go. She just called you and be like, wait, why aren't you doing this thing? And they'll be like, oh, you're right, I'm not. She was on our podcast, uh, and we came up with this term, vagin out. Vagin out. We're, so, we're trying to reappropriate. We're trying to reappropriate um, the... Because everyone's just like, or so instead of like uh, dicking around, around, which yeah. is like a negative thing, we're mm-hmm. trying to... It's just like we're just either, either vagging around or vagging out, and it's when you're vagin like getting out. stuff done. Vagin like man, we were, man. dude, we were really vagging around in that meeting. Dude, it va- was really productive. Dude, you vagged out. You like, I like edited, <laughs> like you edited yeah. two podcasts. I edited three videos and posted them with all the hashtags. We're working vagged on. It. We're gonna. We we'll have to yeah, get some t-shirts. Awesome. We we'll have to get man. some t-shirts. Just yeah, merch. <laughs> gotta get one for every for get every guest. Yeah, make them where's wear my badge t-shirt? Oh man, we gotta we gotta make a badge t-shirt now. Put on the list. But uh, so you're liking Minnesota, like yeah. just, as, a city and as a city and as a I job. love the city. I mm-hmm. love the orchestra. Yeah, it's such a great orchestra. Well, they're one of the it orchestras now. Like they're hip. They get a lot. So like, because since a composer, uh-huh. like everyone talks about the Minnesota orchestra because they actually play. Composers. Yeah. <laughs> they have a giant, they have the biggest, like, the, during the summer, that, like, composer. They're the hip, the hip. They're the hip. Hip. hip Word. Hop, the hippie. This no, orchestra's so talking fly. Like you, you're talking this, like a boomer. This orchestra. <laughs> okay, boomer. This orchestra. We are V fly, yo. <laughs> They're pretty swell. They're a swell orchestra. Lit. <laughs> but it's true. Like, they support. Yeah. And have done so for years, like mm-hmm. composers. So all our composers mm-hmm. think very yeah. fondly of them because they have the long or the biggest program for composers. Didn't side. Yeah, he's he's he that? did it. A bunch of a bunch of people we know have done it. John Zyner, <sighs> Dude, everybody's succeeding so much; it's hard to keep track. It's it's so great. Well, now so Grammys are out, and now our classmates get Grammys. Oh my God, Tessa Lark was nominated. Jahan again. Jahan again. Wow. I'm not we, surprised. I'm pretty sure we talked about him on a previous. Yeah, <laughs> the last time the he got nominated time he, for, for, for Scorpion for his stuff on wow. Scorpion, yeah. best album of the year. Yeah. Oh my God. So how many Grammys have you been nominated? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only like a hundred. Only a couple. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's really bummer. If only one three. But really, four is when you're when you're. No, an that's when people. That's when people really say, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, wait." That fourth Grammy is kind of what we're going for. I'm going. That's I'm going for number show. four. That's awesome. So, how? When did you join Minnesota? Um, I joined last season, so last September. Mm-hmm. So it's been like a year and a couple months since I joined. Man. So you know, I'm just settled. I'm, I feel like I'm finally settled into the job in the city. Like yeah. Last year, it was just really hard. Like, what's so different? It's different, you know. It's the Midwest. I've never, you know, like I've only lived in the the coast areas, like West Coast or East Coast. I've only visited Midwest. Can you like describe it a little bit more? Like living there, I've never lived in the Midwest. Yeah, me neither. I don't know. Everything's just really like laid back. Everyone's nice. Yeah. What's That's like? weird. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, in the city. You know, you know. Have you guys heard like the Minnesota nice? No, I haven't. Don't you know? Don't, don't, that's like Canada. Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you just know? You want some poutine, yeah? <laughs> no, people are really, really nice. But also, I think, I find that people get a little, like, passive aggressive. I can see that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I, I don't really, I don't like it. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. You know? Just like, be aggressive, aggressive. Yeah. yeah. Just, if you're going to be aggressive, be aggressive. Like, yell at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's... I wonder, I, I really want someone to define, maybe I'll like Google it because I'm sure, like, I want to know the difference between Southern and Midwestern. 
because whenever someone describes it, they're pretty It's just similar. like the Southern. Yeah, it's it's just like, Southern it just sounds like, oh, so my family. Yeah. Bless your heart. <laughs> yeah, but like Southern, is it just like, oh, is it like Midwestern, but with like slightly more racism? <laughs> or like, like, what's the difference? And more cheese. More Lot, cheese. Lots more cheese. Yeah, yeah, one's more cheese, one's more fried food. We have more food. fried We have more fried food. Yeah, we have more fried. If it's a vegetable, go to fry it. Yeah. It's like, man, this could be healthy. Uh, what if we fried it you, you, and then know, dipped ranch dressing? You know, superfoods, you know, like collard super greens, one of this, one of this. Broccoli, super good food. for fried. Why don't we just put a fucking turkey leg in the collards? You know what I'm saying? Like, and then we have to dip it make in it ranch. Right. <laughs> barbecue, sweet, sweet barbecue. So, so also before you went to Minnesota, though, you were performing with Baltimore, like you said, but I also saw you were subbing with New York Phil. Yeah. That's crazy awesome. I haven't, I haven't heard of it. Are they, do they do it? I think it's, a, it's an up and coming orchestra. <laughs> oh is that like, they have like a YouTube thing? I think, yeah, yeah you know. Just check it out. I yeah. bet they don't. I bet they, they like, it. they like collaborated one time with they like don't even this, have a podcast. this weird violist on it's, the it internet. Can't be, it can't be real. I don't even think they have a podcast. Weird, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> that's when you've made it. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. what that's a journey! Really fun. So, was that was the New York feel like one of your first professional experiences? Yeah, it really it, it was. That much, and it, it's one. It's known for being one of the more intense orchestras, though. Yeah, so. I mean, I think people are intense because you know everyone's you know like musicians in general are just yeah. very like high energy, like high yeah. strong people. Mm-hmm. So when you put those people in one place oh, like on the stage i feel like that energy kind of comes at you like yeah. it's just like ooh, overwhelming or? yeah overwhelming and it's like the wind yeah the, it's like the new york winter wind but yeah. in people per- people yeah. version and also you know <laughs> the city is really intense and mm-hmm. so people are more tight i mean i'm not saying it in a negative way no no, no this is not pejorative how, yeah. actually this is important to know uh because i actually made a video of few years ago called unspoken orchestral etiquette yeah like and a lot of people have been asking me to do a part two but like i really don't have that much professional experience uh-huh. but i'm wondering like let's, let's we have go a back. lot of unprofessional experience yeah no i'm not a professional i'm just a, oh, yes, you a, are. An, an engaged <laughs> amateur i want to i want to pick your brain though can we go back to like your first, let's say, three months mm-hmm. of doing that. What were some of the lessons that you learned about being in an orchestra and how to conduct yourself mm-hmm. in an, in a professional setting? Because that's not something that's yeah, really talked school. about. Yeah. Post school, yeah. Well, you know, like at the end of the day, I'm playing there, but I'm a guest. You know, this yeah. is not my orchestra, so you know, out of respect, I thought it would be helpful to show up early. Like, you know, like I would be on stage maybe 30 minutes before, like no one will be mm-hmm. there, but yeah. at least I, I just want to show that, you know. You care? I, I care. I mean, I do care. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. And also like, I don't know if we talked about this like at Juilliard. We may, probably but like, you know how like, it's just really annoying when people like are on stage and like warming up like their concertos. And, like, <gasps> yeah, I don't think, yeah. yeah. They're running all their excerpts. Yeah, it's but like, shut up, no time. one cares. Like yeah. just like go through the music and play quietly. No one cares like. Just do Actually scales. prepare for the. Yeah. Do some scales, do some, like just yeah. stretch, right? Yeah, Do exactly. some octaves and shit. Yeah, some this fourths. is not your time some to. Some push-ups, like, just right there on the conductor stage. <laughs> Yeah. 1,001. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you, while you're doing push-ups, you also have like, uh, you have your personal towel person that helps oh, yeah, you warm yeah, up. Department. And then you're yeah. making eye contact with the one person who showed up early. Yeah, into the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then you get in small chamber groups and then you you like run 
you run into nation. They're playing Rocky. Well, I didn't even do Rocky. But like Love on Top, do it a half step. Watch it a half step. Okay, now see sharp. So what would you do to not be annoying? <laughs> because you are a guest. The new what person. Are thing? So showing up early, what are yeah. some other things? I don't know. Just like really knowing, um, also just picking up on like the orchestra's um, like tendencies mm-hmm. and then habits. Like if they tend to, you know, just really looking at how people are playing and really matching to their mm-hmm. style of playing. Mm-hmm. Like for example, like if they're, I don't know. Like, what's a good example? Like, um, if they if they love to uh, use smaller bows, yeah, then you just they just match. Just like, match it doesn't that. matter. Like, you know, I just feel like you're a guest, and you know, be a part of it. Yeah. yeah, be a part of the. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I think playing in like different orchestras kind of taught me how to like adapt to their way of playing and. You know, like depending on who's conducting, you know. So you're when you're there as a guest, you're probably working way harder, not in mm-hmm. not harder, but more on like the social aspect or like, okay, how is everybody working? Who do I need to pay attention to? You're yeah. it's not just playing music, it's also being cognizant of customs. Yeah. It's kind of like if you're in a different country, right? Or if you're right. in somebody else's home and right. they like shoes off, you take your shoes off. Exactly. So you're That's essentially right. taking your shoes off yeah. and working hard to make sure that you're not Stepping, stepping on toes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So basically just... But that's got to be exhausting, I imagine. Yeah. Especially going different... And for being emotions. so, like, young and, like, kind of first gig out is to walk into an institute that, like, not only is it an orchestra, but for most of the... Well, all the orchestras you played in, they're, like, yeah. top tier. They all have prestige behind them. Right. Yeah. And so it's got, like, an elevated sense of of nerds. That, nerds that's got to, like, yeah. come in... So I, elevate, elevate. I heard that nerds, 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 nerds. nerds. They are. Hey, you like They're that Don Juan nerds. excerpt, bruh? Nerd. Dude, Don Juan, get me lit. Oh my god, Jenny. I also, uh, I'm so glad that you're here right now, because I'm thinking about doing another audition. Oh wait, what? Do we need yeah. to talk about this? I'm so scared, sad guys. Uh, Nathan Chan texted me a couple oh. days ago, and he was mm. like, "Yo." Seattle has two seats open. That's awesome. Two. Yeah. Okay. Wow. For February. And so I, I'm thinking about taking the plunge and like doing the excerpts and stuff and like working it all up. So I'm wondering, where did you get your excerpt books? Like, I don't know. Hit me up I, I, I realized I don't know how to get the excerpts. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they're like online, but online and stuff. And so he's like, give me, he's like, give me that good stuff. Like, yeah, I want the good. I know a guy. Because obviously the, the edition matters, right? The edition matters about. Right. Go down the dark alley, you know. Take a left. Bring, bring cash. The rat race for me of continuing to work for six weeks, breakneck speed, and then not even getting past pre-screening is very disheartening. I know it is, but yeah. you know, I feel like. With auditions, you kind of have to go in there like a fighter, like warrior, you know? Mm. Like when you uh, when a warrior goes to a fight, he doesn't expect to... I mean, yeah, he's going there to win, but he's not being attached to the result, you know what I mean? He's just going in there, like, doing his duty. 
And I feel like the same thing with us. I mean, I've taken so many auditions and not passed. Like, and when, even when I feel great about how I mm-hmm. played, mm-hmm. I don't pass sometimes. And mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, well. How many auditions that. did you do? I did like, yeah, I did quite a few. Um, I, I would say like six, six, seven, yeah. Wow. I think. Um, that's, a, that's, that's, and honestly, I still think that's kind of a low number. Compared to yeah. a lot of people. I know a lot of people that have done like Easily 20, 20 mm-hmm. 30, 30, 32, yeah. you know? Also, I think taking an audition, it's like such a muscle, like, mm. you know. It's, it's a separate just, thing to practice, the yeah. act of. Mm. Yeah, it's like art of like taking auditions. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. I've been, yeah, yeah. I've been trying to t- tell, I've got this like young high school student who's just starting out and uh, He's about to have like his first audition, you know, mm-hmm. for whatever LA County Honors uh-huh. band thing. And I'm just like, no, we're going to do a lot of mock auditions because <laughs> auditioning is, is a new thing. Right. I don't yeah. care how many performances you've given. This is different. I've been I've been wanting to I've been thinking about it because then I would want to put the whole social media storytelling aspect uh-huh. around it. Because I do get a lot of uh, questions about auditions, about right. how to prepare and stuff. So I kind of like was thinking about making myself the guinea pig. Uh-huh. Um, How but, uh, did I you? May have, I may ask you in the future if you'd be willing. I would yeah. love to play for you. Of course, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to hear you. Okay. And, okay. You know, it's we all like have. To, I feel like we all have to just be there for each other and help each other. You know. I want to get better. The support in school, groups, yeah. like I, you know, always played for like all my friends, and mm-hmm. they were so helpful. And mm-hmm. you know, shout like, out to Matt. Yeah, <laughs> crushing it too. Matt Littman, killing yeah. it. crushing He's, it. I'm so proud of him. Are you Are you still in touch with him? Of course. Okay. Do. Yeah. Like, like we're BFFs. Besties. BFFs. That's true. True. I have not talked to you. You're the first person actually I think I've talked to from studio since uh-huh. I've left. Wow. Because we all just kind of went. Yeah, it's hard to keep in touch. It is. You know, and I'm not so good at it either. Oh, well, pl- well, now you're in Minnesota. That's a lot harder. Like, yeah. Do you like make it a a thing? Like, how do you how do you tr- try to keep in touch? This is a practical thing because now I was in New York, so I was lazy. Skill. Everyone was still there. I still worked with them. Yeah. And now I'm out here. I just make them come to my house and record and my <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we'll come to, to me. To. I'm going to set up a mic. Yeah. 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 Well, well, she's here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't not worked. So. Yeah, well, I think since I moved away, I just, you know, found that it was it's so important to, like, stay in touch with your good friends. So I... You know, take the time to call them, make phone calls. And, you know, I like I would have never imagined like me making a phone call to like a friend and talk right. for like hours. Like I that know. was like not a thing. Yeah. But since I moved away, I yeah. know the importance of like real friendship. Yeah. And I treasured that way more. Yeah. I guess I took it for granted. I do oh, totally. Too. One thousand yeah. yeah. percent. Uh-huh. It's weird. And plus, I think that. You hear about all of these people our age. It happens to everyone. You get towards your like mid to late twenties, early thirties, and that's when people are going about their separate ways. People are moving. You're you're far enough out of school, professional life. Some are taking off early. Some are taking off later. Kids, dogs that bite you. <laughs> try to hold them while you record. Um, I. But it, it's I, yeah. yeah. How. 
how's it been uh, like making making friends in a new city? Because you're still recently there, around yeah. the same yeah, time. Yeah, we need we, we need here. tips. We should we yeah. should like aggregate the tips. Do you like, we're do all you make them the record pub. their conversations on a daily basis? Yes. This phone call may be recorded. Say okay, so so how how have you been? Like what's what's your day been like? So do you um do you have chamber readings? Do you hold yeah, chamber readings you know, and stuff? Actually, it's funny because we just had one like a month ago. Really? Yeah, but we used to. I mean, last year I don't think there was any. I wanted to host one, but it was mm-hmm. kind of a hot mess. And what's know. a new You're city a mess, and a new yeah. job? <laughs> new okay, so I'm not weird. Mm-hmm. Like I like if I just randomly I'm in my house and doing the dishes, and all of a sudden I just start crying profusely and go for the ice cream in the freezer. Is that is that weird oh, or am I normal? That's, that's so normal. Okay, like, Drew, that's, 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 like, that's, like, that's such a rom com. Ben and Jerry has had yeah. quite a year for me. They, they take a lot. Take a lot <laughs> Dude, this year was rough. I was like, I was like American dreaming. Cheesecake and truffle. Okay, let's even dig in because one of the things we mentioned, it's nice here and it helps other people. And it's just interesting for us to talk about all these non musical things. Right. How did you handle the hot mess? Well, I didn't really handle it well. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, because I I felt kind of, I I feel really depressed. Like, I I feel like I actually was depressed for a while. Oh, Um, wow. I mean, but, you know, moving to a new city. But also, I think the hardest thing for me was, like, the darkness. Like, it gets so dark so quickly Mm -hmm. and it's so cold. Mm -hmm. And so I bought, like, a sun lamp. Nice. Oh, and, and you just sit under it. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just like every morning I'm it's just like, like a, you're like a flower. Oh, you're like a, a pot farm in, in the closet. Like, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, you're like you're like a your own pot marijuana farm. leaf. Yeah, just like yeah. It's like wow, her energy feels really high. She's doing something. New. Yeah. It No, but once I realized that it's normal, mm-hmm. like I'm in a new city, oh and I feel God. like in some ways I didn't feel that in Baltimore because I was commuting. Yeah, and you're still adjacent to New York. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, whatever. I don't really feel the difference, you know. I okay. just feel like I still live here, but whereas Minnesota, like, you know, it's completely different. I'm in a place that you know I've never lived before, and I yeah. feel kind of isolated in a lot of ways. You know, and it's cold. I don't want to go outside. You and know. you have to go outside to meet people yeah. to yeah. feel less dark, right? Yeah. It's it's a weird paradox. Yeah. It's yeah. So easy to get in that. I think we all kind of had a similar through. year because we all yeah. moved to a new place oh, yeah. around the same time. So times. you're not alone. I mean, I, that makes me because our like, difference isn't reach snow. out to me. Yeah. You can text me. I'm like yeah. one of those people that. I don't really reach out to people, uh-huh. but I want to be reached I out to. I think we to. like caught up last year or something. Yeah, we, we had we yeah we FaceTime and it, I felt so much better. Yeah, and, and then it I, helps. Then like I, I just had a call shit. with like John, and then other people, and now I just message people like, "Hey, let's FaceTime." I play video games with all face. of our our former like I play. I really need to do that. Smash Bros with John for like four hours yesterday. Oh, that's really it was cute. so <laughs> great. It was just the fun. That takes thing. you back, man. I need to play again. Yeah, man. We caught up. He's in. He's finally settled in 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 uh, Canada now. Oh, and, cool! Yeah, he. I'm gonna I don't step know out to so just walk this. Yeah, go watch. Just gonna have people, we're gonna we're gonna have a great. Keep going. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, back you and say forth. all those just terrible so, things about me, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> so like you, Becca's principal. Yeah. I studied with Becca. I know. I miss her so much. Yeah. No, she's awesome. Oh my 
God, you know she changed my life, the course, the trajectory of my yeah. life, no, fundamentally. She, oh, that's so great. I mean, she's just <sighs> like the way she thinks, she mm-hmm. plays. I mean, just like sitting behind her, like, or next to her, mm-hmm. like, it's it's amazing. I learned so much. Mm-hmm. And I feel like being, um, having, being in Minnesota for one year, like, learning from her. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's weird to say this, but... I've just always looked up to her so much mm-hmm. and it's just been like an amazing experience. I'm very, yeah. very, very jealous. Yeah. But I'm so happy yeah. that you were there with her. Yeah, no, and, she's, uh, she's great. Natsuki's up in Minnesota too. Yeah, right? she's she's like, she's such a good friend, you know? know. And she's been I like know. my rock. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, she's a joy to play with too. I remember yeah. playing uh Friend in the Pod, one of Lewis uh Lewis's compositions when we were at um mm-hmm. Juilliard. You know the Juilliard dance, like yeah. you do the dance thing. Yeah. And I played in a group with Natsuki uh-huh. and I just it was the hardest music I'd ever played. Really? <laughs> but it's, like uh-huh. she was such a rock there too. Yeah, it's so funny because like and at Juilliard, like I, we never really talked, Natsuki and I. Yeah. Like, we were just not really friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But I think that happens, like in New York, like you get into your own like cliques and friend groups, and mm-hmm. you don't really branch out. Yeah. And I feel like that in New York too. Like it's hard to make friends. It New really York. is. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I felt like. In a lot of ways, I didn't have enough time at Juilliard to make friends right. with the number of different people right. that I wanted to make friends with. Right, right. Because we were all kind of like on this mission, right? Just get as good as we possibly can yeah. because that world out there is so uncertain. I know. It's brutal. <laughs> and it we, we joke on the pod about like how everybody in Juilliard is like not socially... Uh, there are people that aren't very adept at it. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Hi, my name is Drew. Uh, I play viola. Do you want to do music with me? You know? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I felt that a lot of people were like socially challenged. Yeah. Like awkward. Yeah. And I, you know, when someone's awkward to you, you get awkward. Right? And it's like, contagious. Like, oh my God, like, what do I do in this awkward situation? Like, I just. I, have you gotten better at it over the years? I think so. I've learned to just like ignore it. <laughs> yeah, right? Just chill. I just, you know, and when someone's awkward, you kind of have to like have more energy to like yeah. balance out that awkwardness and you feel more like, oh my God. Incompensate. Uh, Incompensate. You know what I found though what? to like combat awkwardness uh-huh. is to ignore it. Just pretend like they're not awkward and yeah. lay back. Uh. No, 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 no. But but what I try to do is I try to hug people with my eyes uh-huh. and my presence. I just want people to feel like they're being hugged when they're oh, around me. So nice. All right, I'm back. Oh, Drew, you, you feel hugged? Because I don't want you to feel awkward. Trevor is one of the most awkward motherfuckers in the planet. I like your eyebrows. I, yes, thank you. <laughs> I, it was so I nice trim, to meet you. I trimmed them today. Mm. <laughs> I went to music school. I do music. Do you do music? Hey, I have mm. kale in the fridge. You want a... You want anybody? Mm, I licked my shoes when I was seven. Mm. What does that have to do with this conversation? Mm, goodbye. <laughs> Let's exchange LinkedIn I, profiles. I am unfulfilled. <laughs> <laughs> I think about death on a daily basis. Okay. <laughs> I, that's one thing I've been doing recently is improv comedy. He's taking, so awesome. the cla- he's taking the classes. And I went and oh. saw a show last night uh, with my roommate. 
Oh, I can totally so, see you doing it. Like, I'm doing a really good job. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah, I mean, what do you think about when you, I mean. You don't. I, He's got a book. He's got a book here. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, this is, He yeah, brought I, his dictionary. Yeah. That's awesome. You don't think, you just listen. Huh. Yeah. So the fact that he said, we were having a conversation in our robot voices, and he said he licked his shoe when he was seven. We were talking about kale in the fridge a moment ago, and then he said he licked his shoe. I'm like, are you okay? Like, what does that have to do? <laughs> so everything your partner says is important. And I think that when you learn that lesson and apply that to real life, mm-hmm. it changes the way that you interface with wow. people. Because we take what each other says for yeah. granted in everyday right. situations. But everybody says something to you for a reason. And the moment that you kind of sit in that and realize that, you're able to connect to people way wow. deeper. That's amazing. That's really beautiful. Kind of, yeah, it opens. I've seen a bunch of interviews recently, mm-hmm. and I've been kind of paying attention to who's getting interviewed. So typical late night, Seth Meyers, Colbert, any of these. And you can tell when these comedians go on, some of them interview incredibly well. And it's often it's the person who did like sketch comedy or improv comedy early on. Because mm-hmm. uh, now knowing someone who works in entertainment and talk shows, and I'll, I'll always ask uh, my partner, Amy, I'm like, is, was that planned? Like how much of these conversations are planned in advance? Because some of them are so tight and so quick and hilarious. And she'll be like, no, that wasn't. Like that particular person right. is actually just that funny or just rolling with it. And it's probably from their experience of 10 years of doing improv comedy where they have to be able to handle things on the spot and take it in different directions. Oh, and it's, it's not being afraid it's not right. being afraid of what's happening or what will happen or could happen. Right. Because you know you can handle it. Right? I think, you know what? I, yeah. I think being afraid is like a big thing. Also, in, like when you're in younger. Music yeah, too. in music. Like everyone's so fucking insecure. Yeah. So, Why yeah. is that? Why do you think? Well, I don't know. I feel like all, a lot of us are kind of, you know, perfectionists. Like mm-hmm. being a musician, you kind of thrive for that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I guess naturally... You're always insecure. I mean, I'm insecure. I mean, everyone's insecure. You know? Jen, I don't know why. You're like <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite. I, I will always remember in studio class, you playing Hindemith Concerto, that your second movement was by far one of the oh. most beautiful interpretations the of it. Oh, I remember those. That's so sweet. No, thank you. I'm so inspired by you and oh. everybody that I went to school well, with. Well, I'm inspired by you. You know, you. this is such a like inviting environment, like just having honest, you know, conversations, yeah. you know. We've got, we've got mood lighting, we have yeah. oh, well-placed yeah. we plants. Got, we got the plant. Yeah. We even got a dog for the podcast. We got, yeah, yeah. we're trying licks, to make gets it. custom licks. Oh, oh. yeah. No, we just I'm need our, we just need our branded Vagin' Out t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, t-shirt. Vagin' Out, man. That's really vagin all we're out. missing from this experience. I, uh, I wanted to dig a little deeper on like, how have you started to overcome your insecurity with being a musician? Because I think this is something that we don't really talk about much. And I think it is a process and it never goes away, but you learn, I think the professionals learn how to deal with it a little bit better. So, well, I think, I think I've learned that if you're, I mean, 
at least for me, yeah. like when I was practicing a lot and you know applying for schools at college, mm-hmm. yeah, like my way of coping with um, myself was being hard on myself. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you doing? You're not practicing, you yeah. little shit. Like, <laughs> like shit. Yeah. And that was like my way of like, you know, getting better at, at viola and myself yeah. and being. But then at some point, it kind of stopped working, and I was just like really you're rebelling against your inner parent. Yeah, and it was just really getting to me and huh. at some point I was like you know what I'm just gonna be nice to myself and just learning to like you know just have some like self like compassion mm-hmm. you know just being more self-compassionate you know yeah I think really helps with their insecurities because at the end of the day like we're all trying to do the same thing mm-hmm. like it's not you're not alone yeah. You know, I think that kind of helped me a lot with insecurities. Are there really any, great. like, yeah. that's it's great that. to hear, yeah. Like, it, kindness to yourself? Yeah. What's that? Like, <laughs> you, wait a minute. So you're saying I should not hate myself. No. Yeah, yeah. How, how did you go? Are there any, like, specific things? Do you read affirmations? Or, did you, like, put them on your mirror? I am powerful. I play in that cute little, like, cute, <laughs> yeah, I play in two. I have great rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> I did for a little while though, I, I did like wake up and be like, no, you do have good rhythm, bruh. <laughs> just tell myself that so I'd have more confidence. Yeah. But, what what yeah, were yeah. there any steps like that? Some- either was there like a point of realizing like a specific moment and and then what steps did you do to start the self-compassion? Because it sounds easy to be like, oh, I should just be nice to me. And then I and then I tell that to my mind parent, right. and they're like, "Oh, I suggest be nice to me." <laughs> be, it's like be nice to your brother. Yeah, <laughs> so you should be nice to me. So what did what did you do to to get kind of get out of that? Well, I mean, for me, it was just getting really bad, and you know, I think part of like being depressed was like being hard on myself, <laughs> and like if I don't love and believe in myself, like who's going to, you know? Damn. Can we, hold on. Can we just retweet? Retweet. <laughs> You've already had like five or six great She's cuts. dropping gems. Like she's saying, These are going to be hard to fit on a Is this your t-shirt. first podcast experience? What? Is this your first podcast? Yeah. What? Man, she no, comes out here. See, we open up with Vag and Out and now we have to put like a paragraph long quote on a t-shirt oh now for your episode. Nah, love yourself. What are some things that you do to like exhibit that you love yourself? Because I'm working on that too. Well, you know, when you like are practicing or playing something, Mm -hmm. just like don't even think about that negative aspects of your playing or like, oh my God, I need to fix this. I mean, of course you should always think about that. But you know, it just, I don't know. I would be like, you know what? You have a good sound right now. Mm. Keep it up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's really stupid. Mm -hmm. No, I need to, I need to do this. I agree. I agree. Do you ever go into like what worked for me a little bit mm-hmm. that I fit? I still feel that during performance, but during rehearsal and group stuff. But when it's solo, I'm I, I still need to work on performing yeah. solo. But in groups, I am able to shift, or I was able to shift like that negative mm-hmm. diagnostic thing to more and change the the script to where it's inquisitive it's like i wonder how quiet i can be yeah rather than being like you need to be quiet right, right right so do you do a similar thing in your brain yeah i guess you know just being easier on myself mm-hmm. and 
being a chilling vagin out. Yeah, vagin out. Just like chill the fuck out and just yeah, vagin out. I mean, it's because because by like not taking things as seriously, you somehow are are taking them more seriously. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, like also when you like are too hard on yourself or anxious or nervous. You know, you, there's just more tension in your body, and therefore mm-hmm. you're not gonna play as well. Yeah, either. like you just need to kind of like. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I agree. Get baby girl, get lit. The yeah. the I I guess another strategy or approach or something of thinking. There's kind of two similar yet polar opposite ways to tackle this, and I haven't done them yet entirely. So who knows if they'll work? But one is treating what we do more like a business in the sense that you don't go into a business and start screaming and whining and telling <laughs> you don't? telling your business right. is trash. Uh, <laughs> this is the worst Walmart I have ever been to. Excuse me, sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> but yeah. but uh, like you, you wouldn't where's go into beef? a business and scream like, what, where's the beef? Where's the beef? <laughs> sir, this is a Walmart. But, uh, but you, you I can't know, like win. in a business, what would you do? You try to, your goal is often just to solve problems. Right. And it's not about self-harm or putting people down. In a business, you wouldn't want to do that. Right. And also a business, I think the real benefit is something you leave at home. Right. So it's, so when you're practicing and it's business time, it's like, okay, well, what do we have to do? What are the meeting notes? Yeah. Here's a, you know, here's a PowerPoint, whatever you do. And something, sent a memo. when you leave, <laughs> it's not a reflection directly on you as a person. Right. It's like, okay, like my music, the numbers are down this month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. My performance is down this month. What are we going to do to have a better quarter? Yeah. And on the, the counter to that, that I think the one I've actually tried to work on that's helped. I think Drew is the same boat and actually uh, you as well with the self-compassion is reminding ourselves that what we do, like we are the artist, and that includes all of us mm. in all, oh, in, in all aspects of ourselves. In that, if I'm not, you, you is that I'm sure you you had we you had it too, where if you're not practicing, you're a failure. If you're not doing right. this, you're a failure. If you're not performing or going to concerts, you're a failure, and that's wasted right. time. When I think what's helped me most, uh, I'm still trying to find the balance has been focusing on non-music things mm. and like allowing myself yeah. to enjoy. So for instance, Drew doing the improv comedy or for us exercising or doing podcasts or reading other things, or, what, whatever yeah. you name right. it, uh, that's something that's different and like embracing that it's okay to do this right. separately and that it in fact also makes me a better artist. What do you yeah. do that's not musical? Jay. Oh, I hate this question. Oh, you do? It's okay. You're a specialist, though. Like, you're in the Minnesota you're, Orchestra. You're in the majority of our guests. Most people we brought on are, when we ask them that question, they they, they have that same reaction. Yeah. yeah. It's fascinating. I'm kind of embarrassed by it because I don't really have a hobby. Like, when someone asks me, I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know. So I just start, you know, I just picked up knitting. But that's dope. That's a hobby. I don't even knit, you know. I, <laughs> I mean, I knit. I knit it for, like, two days. And I was like, hey. now I can say that's I my picked hobby. up knitting for two days. <laughs> no, and, you know, I'm trying to do it, but I'm just, I get so bored. But you're happy. I don't think it's my thing. Yeah. You're happy but doing yeah. your thing, though. It does seem a little, I mean, it does feel a little, like, 
too much sometimes. Mm-hmm. Also, I live across the street from the hall. Oh, that's tough. Man, so, you're in the bubble. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, like, Do you cook? Um, I just started to, yeah. Yeah, me too. It's yeah. nice. It's yeah. like relaxing. It's therapeutic. Yeah. Plus, it's like you, you feel like an quality. adult. You're like, I'm feeding myself right yeah. now. Yeah. You know, this, <laughs> meal, this is just raisin feed. Brand, but, you know, <laughs> it's just feed. It's a crunch of raisins. Yeah. <laughs> this, this bowl of cereal was concocted with <laughs> nothing but love. Self-compassion. <laughs> um, so, what I'm sensing from you is that you're kind of interested in other hobbies, but you just really haven't found something that, like, hit is the one stuff right uh so like what have you done i like to think about categories when it comes to hobbies like i like to have a hobby that gets my body moving i like to have a hobby that gets my mind moving right um and a hobby that gets my creativity moving so have you breaking it down in those sections let's start with like like getting your body moving, what are some things that you're interested in that you haven't really followed through with in terms of like moving your body? Well, you know, I I like yoga. Yeah. But but another problem like living in Minnesota is like I don't have a car. So like oh. I was actually doing fine, like walking to the yoga studio like in the summer and in the fall, but now it's gonna snow and it's so cold. Uh. And you know, I I don't know, it just yeah, I shouldn't blame it on the weather. Like, I should just get But it is it. a barrier to entry. It, it is. A, it is I mean, everyone would be like, no, if you really care, you'll do it. And then it's negative six degrees. And it, nope. Negative six sometimes felt, like, warm. Oh, my day. God. Because it was, like, negative 20, 25, oh 30 sometimes. Oh, my God. It was How do you dress for that? I, well, you well, know, you I That's survival. That's no cross longer. Cross the hall. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's also, no longer I don't like, have to go outside because there's a skyway <sighs> like connected that's to incredible. like my building and- so this is what you're describing is a dormitory yeah I know. you yeah you went from Juilliard to Juilliard I stayed in the I stayed in the dormitory when I was grad student uh, specifically because I was I was like I don't want to have any commute also as a composer I knew I'd never get to interact with anyone right. mm-hmm. and that was really the selling point was like it was convenience but also I just knew from my experience in undergrad as a performer, that's how I met everyone. It right. wasn't being a composer there. When I was playing in the orchestra, that's how that's how I made all my friends. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to stay in the dorm in order to create relationships <laughs> and forge with people who would then hopefully play the music that I don't write. Right. <laughs> but um, but well, I mean, one of the downside yeah. was the bubble. So I, know, yeah. I thought going to 96th Street was uptown. <laughs> you know, jokes on me. I graduated. I moved to 181 wow. on the red light. You know, yeah. like that was it was because I was yeah, it's like, oh my god, down, there's a party bro. on 96th Street. It's so far away. Yeah, no, no. Do you miss it? Wrong. New York. Yeah, yeah. I, some I aspects, too. like I really miss it. I, but I also, it. I feel like we really lived in a bubble. Also in New York, that is correct. Mm-hmm. And that's not really. That's not real world. No. Because you know? I wound up also like working and teaching for Juilliard yeah. afterwards. I had like a one year gap and then they sucked me back in. And then the next two years, I kept walking into Juilliard. And I'm like, what happened? And, and Why the, am I still here? And this bubble of people likes classical music. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you get to the real, <laughs> right? No, but when you get to the real world, you realize we have a lot of work to do yeah. in terms of really Getting engaging. Out. Yeah. with communities and I try not to think of like outreach or like even getting it out there I like say 
why don't we create a space and like go to other spaces and like bring in, people and like in. actually create programming that invites people in and makes right. them feel like they belong and stuff. Right, so right. I think we have a lot of work to do on that. Do yeah. you do any like chamber music? Yeah, you know, um, there's like uh, the Minnesota Orchestra Chamber Music Series. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, well, we just play like, I think there are like six, seven concerts a year. So we just kind of sign up what you want to play and, uh-huh. and then they pick, you know, what makes sense for, you know, programming. What was the most recent piece um, that you played? I, the most recent piece I played was uh, Beethoven Quartet, um, 18 number one. 18 one. Yeah. It was, I mean, I was like, hey, 18 one can't be too hard. <laughs> was, oh my God. Like, it's got some it. And we have like three days and mm-hmm. it's kind of stressful. Just, that's professional life, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like you have, oh, hey, you're going to play this masterwork. You have 24 hours. Yeah. It's like, what? 48 hours. Yeah. No, but I Jeez. really miss like, you know, back the old times where we were given the time, you know, yeah. to like really work on these masterpieces. And like, I don't know. Like, Give them I, their yeah, dues. Yeah, the space and the time to mm. really soak in. Mm you know, the piece and mm-hmm. the information that mm-hmm. you're taught, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like that's, that's so valuable. Mm-hmm. And I really miss that. Like, I want to go back to school. You know, where yeah. you, you know, you I, I miss that. it. School is appealing. It's hard yeah. to get across. I Let's don't, hear. I don't, I don't at all. Loans and also, oh, like, no, yeah, people, I can't afford it, as soon but. as you're in school, people respect you less in terms of your craft, your art, because yeah. you label yourself a student. Yeah. And it's this I weird tell people in bios. I'm like, uh, cause I just like help them with their presentation. I was yeah. like, the moment you're out of school, the best thing you can do is stop mentioning it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. just like, get out of a student mindset. Right? Yeah. Because the moment you do, they take it professionally. Like, you're not talking about being a student anymore. You've played professionally in multiple topics. But you orchestra. miss that sort of community. Stasis yeah. and community where you can cultivate. Yeah. And just, you know, you can make mistakes. There are rooms yeah. for, mm-hmm. you know, if you're taking risks. Like, yeah. Too. I feel like I was just so stupid, like being in school. Like, doing stupid things you know you know and i learned from that yeah i did stupid what's the i didn't what's the stupidest thing that you're willing to tell uh publicly other than like video gaming every single night drinking alcohol that was my undergrad smoking weed not in new york not until after school i didn't do that until after school oh really yeah I wish is, I had. What is your dude? Julia would have been your... so much more fun if I had. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had. I wish I just had more. If fun. If I had discovered marijuana, like I wish I just had more fun. Dude, I would have had so much more fun. Really? Yeah. Too much fun in undergrad. Yeah, I did. Well, too. plus because well, undergrad you're escaping the family, yeah. and for you you're on the other side of the country. Right. Yeah. So like you're out. Let's go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I That's why I'm going crazy out here in LA because like mama's mama's in Atlanta. Mama's. <laughs> Our family's there on the. I go back, I go back home coast. and I'm a good little boy, but <laughs> I'm, a good, I'm a good little boy. <laughs> she texted me yesterday and was like, "I missed you." I'm like, Word. "If you saw how fucked up I am right now, yeah. you wouldn't miss." <laughs> and and you just look at funny like, ah. I'm playing Super Smash Brothers and I'm. <laughs> so I'm an adult. I'm an adult. I got seven emails waiting. You Do know? you look upon? Because we've talked about our mm-hmm. past before. Do you look upon like those times as like fun or like turns out, hey, that wasn't as, it's not as bad as it sounds out on paper? I mean. Were there benefits? 
I think there are benefits. I feel like I got my crazy side out of the way. Mm-hmm. So I was like able to like focus and like practice hard. And also, you know, it's just like good memories. I feel like you kind of need to fuck up a lot. Mm. And know, get it out in a controlled get it environment. Out. Like get mm-hmm. it out. Like, you know, you learn from it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like there's some embarrassing things. Like I think about sometimes I'm like, oh my God. And, I'm like it's so cringy. Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah, our brains were formed. I got, I did all my stupid in high school, so when I got to call it, but also I didn't do anything in high school to prepare myself for music school. So I undergrad was catch up for me, so I had to take it very seriously. But we've talked about it before. It's like I feel like I overcorrected and then just didn't have any fun in undergrad, and so I don't have many memories mm. of, of undergrad. There's very few enjoyable things. I, I drive through the town and I don't feel, I feel like nostalgia, but I don't feel like a positive nostalgia. And it's because you, you remember, you don't think about that one time you practiced on Thursday. No, you think about that time so-and-so threw up on that bush and you all laughed about it. And then that so-and-so did this with so-and-so. <laughs> and these are all Drew's stories. And, uh, uh, yeah. But like, you remember, you, you remember like, <laughs> the crazy stuff, the fun stuff, or friends, like things that happened, things they said. Right. I don't remember what I practiced or prepared for your training on a Wednesday. Man, man I don't know. I, I remember a lot of my school and my undergrad, and I look back on it with such fondness, but I also realize how much of a fucking dumbass I was. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, we thought we were we thought we were mature. We're out on our own. We're yeah. adults now. <laughs> we could, I still did. I still couldn't have a good conversation with people. All right. Well, I, I'm working well, on it. Yeah. No. We consider this as conversation practice. Uh, yeah. Com- You're like, practicing with us. So. Really learning how to communicate with people. Right. Under like in, being really inquisitive about their perspective. Right. Listening, and then trying to see if there's something we can learn about each right. other. And that's, have you, I've been dating. And like, unfortunately, I've gone on dates with like girls who are like 22 or 23. And night and day difference in terms of maturity, at least. I mean, like, when it comes to life life experience, just the ability to have a conversation and perspective difference because they haven't been out in the real world yet. You and me, Jenny, we've been out in these streets, girl. You know what I'm saying? We've been living a little bit. It's hard. It's hard out here on the Bumble. It's hard. Uh, it's hard to handle. You know, it's great. How is? How? Yeah. How's? Yeah. Now that we're on the podcast, uh, yeah. how's how's the love life? Uh, is it happening at all in Minnesota? Or nice. What's it like in a new Probably. city? Because we 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 talked about his. I, yeah, mine. Well, that's a whole other component. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I I have a boyfriend who lives mm-hmm. in New York, so that's hard. Wow. <laughs> oh my god! Like, how do you how do you make I that? Admire, I don't know. It's, it's Trips, calls, Trips, it can't calls, be. But you know, it's it's just. I don't know if you guys have been like a long distance relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's hard. You know, you don't see them and then you see them like in a month, you know, after like 30 days and mm-hmm. you're yeah. like, oh my God, who are you again? Yeah. Like, you're, and then you take like a few days getting used to the person that you know yeah. so well. And when huh. once you get used to that and you have to leave again, yeah, um, it's hard. But we're trying to like find our balance and, yeah. you know, it's... It's real because what you're, it's kind of like, 
you're seeing each other in snapshots of your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't see the the day to day. Yeah. Absence does make the heart fonder. I yeah. And it probably the benefit is probably it helps you utilize your time a little better. So when yeah. you're together, it means more. I think that's one hard part. So it's like I moved here with Amy for her job and some of my own, but. I think one thing we had to realize is that we were spending too much time together. Mm. And so we saw the day-to-day every day. Mm. And then, you know, things build up. It's not as exciting. And so, like, for instance, mm. tonight, it's like, okay, it's date night. We're actually going on a date. We're yeah, doing something out of the... We have that. to plan to do something out of the ordinary. Yeah. So beyond its difficulties, it's probably not... It's to. Work. It's the other side of the coin of the long-distance relationship is now we have a very... Short distance relationship in this one bedroom apartment. It's about as short as you get. But it's we now have to plan that and we'll realize we'll go a month without actually have done something just us, just together that's yeah. not like something we have to do. Yeah, no, no. I, I get and, it. It's uh, fine. We have a very good sample size here in, at, the, at this table because mm-hmm. I'm single as fuck and I love it. And I love being, uh, having my own space. Um, and I love being able to work on myself. I am definitely in a place where I'm kind of like, uh, I'm okay to meet somebody, but like it, on the condition that I continue to keep growing. Cause I feel right. like I still have to study filmmaking. I still have to study storytelling. Uh, I got a call in the, on the phone last night on the way from home from a recording. And this person wants me to fly out to New York to film a vlog for three different composers as a promotional what? thing wow. for this new music concert that's going to be happening. Like, and they're going to pay me. They're going to fly me out to like shoot all the video. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. very fortunate. I'm very fortunate and glad for that opportunity. But I'm realizing, oh, this whole thing that I cultivated with social media and videography and photography is now translating into work. Mm-hmm. And I, just like with viola, I don't want to show up and put my name on it if it's not of the highest quality right. that I'm. I feel like I'm capable of. So. Mm-hmm. I need space to do that. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, but uh, it's hard. You know, it is it's hard, hard to keep growing. It's hard to keep learning because it, it takes it takes a lot of time. So much One thing it's helped is like it's forced efficiency. So when I was in New York on the mm-hmm. first day, just because of her job, she worked mm-hmm. all the time too. She was working an LA job in New York, mm-hmm. which was great for us because we work all the time. You know, mm-hmm. I could work all the time, or I thought I could. Uh, and then and now, like looking back at it, like here having to be stuck with some exceptions but to more or less a kind of a nine to five or nine to seven it's like okay i need i have to get stuff done now yeah um it's helped me it also helped me realize like oh i was really inefficient in new york i was busy all the time because i was inefficient Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, it's not better i mean it's it's a i've had marginal improvements it's still a work in progress yeah we're yeah we're not yeah it's never clean yeah i love working at night i was up late last night and then i had to wake up for a phone call and they were like oh and they're filmmakers so like oh let me guess you were up late it's like i'm a musician uh i really want to hear from you about and it's gone. Hold on. And pause. it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, I want to just make sure we're okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we 
it's just a good feeling to it, see an old friend. It is. You know? It is. In a new place, I think, yeah, it, it, coming in from New York, even people who I didn't get to speak to yeah. when I was at school, or vice versa, we brought on people who um, we, we just haven't, like, interacted just through social circles or whatever, and you still feel this, like, bonding and connection. Yeah. Like, and... and I never met your roommate, but we just connected. Oh, man. man and now she's man, always man. sending us stuff, just like the mom. She's sending us stuff to do. I mean, you're like, oh, man, we got to do this. She's like, okay, there's this conference. I really just wish sign you could up. meet her. I feel yeah. like you and oh, Mindy yeah. would get along yeah. so well. Oh, yeah. I would love you to meet her. You would love each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, but you're, you're about to head out, right? You got to... Like, you're about to go back to Minnesota, right? Yeah. <laughs> get out of my apartment. Grab your things and get so, out. So, yeah, you, we're almost done, <laughs> like, right? Almost so, done. Uh, like, get, get out. <laughs> damn, 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 damn it. Um, yeah, no, I think I'm leaving, like, Sunday. Sunday, yeah. yeah. Was this trip family, work? No, I just had to get out of the cold. Yeah. Nice. I'm so glad you came. And, you know... Every time I come to LA, it's like, okay, it's home. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. wonderful. So, I mean, my parents don't live here anymore, but I still oh, have wow. like a lot of friends, mm-hmm. old friends. I mean, mm-hmm. like I just said, there's nothing like seeing an old friend. Yeah, you and know? you're doing it. And you, and it's what's nice is you took time out to just do it, like appreciating the fact that it's like you're not just traveling always for work or always, yeah. Yeah. okay, it's the holiday, I have to see no. the family. You did this for you. That's wonderful. Yeah. What are some things that you've done since you've been back? Because I'm bad at doing things in LA. Oh, I've done, well, I don't, I mean, oh, okay, this is kind of crazy because yeah. I was just like, I think I I have just been meeting friends, like yeah. and catching up. Yeah. And I think it was like two days ago, I met this friend in Santa Monica uh-huh. for lunch. Uh-huh. And getting there was fine. And yeah. then I had plans to meet another friend in Pasadena. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. And I, for- I just, I just For our users, that. you might as well drive across the country. Like, I forgot yeah. about the traffic. Oh, and, you know, I'm, like, wrapping up. And I was like, yeah. And then I casually told my friend, yeah, I just, I just have to get to Pasadena. And what she's like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need to have the talk. And she was like, it's going to take you like three hours. And I was like, what do you mean? It's like... What time was this? Like, was it, it was right like around... It was like four, five. Oh! <laughs> and my dinner was like at like oh! six or something. Oh, no. So it ended up, I ended up just spending like dinner in Santa Monica yeah. and then meeting him for like a drink. I don't get a drink after. So yeah. a lot of the film composer people I work with, mm-hmm. I mean, most of the Santa Monica's the film scoring capital oh. of the world. And yeah. I remember before moving here, Googling around things on Google Maps, so I was like, "Well, what's a good place for? Where's a good place for me to live? That's kind of central." Because I didn't know if I was going to be working fully freelance, like as mm-hmm. I am, or working as an uh, assistant for a composer or something like right. that. So I just guesstimated, and I remember seeing on Google Maps. I'd never seen it anywhere else in the world. Ranges, guesstimate, estimates of time. Right. Yes, yeah, so and stark. so it would say like twenty-five minutes or two hours. Yeah. And like, like, oh, <laughs> like this. Those are Six very different one. numbers. Those are very yeah. different numbers. If, you're, if your doctor was just like, well, you, you could have the flu. It's either like a 1% chance or a 100% chance. Mr. Bumgarner, you have you know. between. So those are very different numbers. You, have, you might die right now or you might live for You have two, years. two to 50 years to yeah. live. Uh, I'm very concerned. And it turns out in L.A., oh it's almost always 
you're gonna die almost instantly. Yeah, it yeah, lasts it's like, forever. It's like, yeah. yeah, you got a summer left. I know. So it could be two yeah. hours on yeah. of, of red to red. I know red when line. you zoom in, like the four or five. I didn't believe it, and then it turns out it's just very true. There's no yeah. way. There's no. You can't take back roads. Yeah, I know. Because everyone else is on those. I know. I like had to go to Getty the other day also. Oh yeah, I went there person. Like, rush hour uh, and like the 405 was literally just like parked it yeah crazy. it's yeah it was like it's chaos rush. well you you we were like i asked you before we started rolling do you listen to podcasts and you were like eh, kind of used to what well, if you that's were in la what, if you live in do. la that's that's the only way you don't end your life is yeah. like you listen to people I'll, I'll make sure i load up on pods if, if i'm going on the 405 <laughs> oh yeah. yeah but now i yeah. <laughs> it's like what you say i I never thought it'd be like this, but yeah, I plan, I, I plan events. I'm like, okay, I am leaving by 2 p.m. I will meet you at 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm leaving, and then I will see you after 8 p.m. Yeah. yeah. Nothing yeah. is more satisfying than L.A. at like close to midnight. Oh my you're driving, god. Google Maps says it's green. p.m. Oh. When it's 11, you're after you go to the function and you're leaving. Do I feel like a champ, bro? I'll yeah. drop people off. I'm like, you're not Ubering. Yeah, I'll, let me drive Jimmy, you home. Uh, drive Dan Chemilinski was in town yeah. just a couple, yeah. two, three days ago. Yeah. We, were, we were having something like way down in Culver City. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I'll drop you off. Let me he's, drop you like, he's like, you don't have them. I'm like, no, dude, you don't understand. This is a high for me. This is this is great. <laughs> the fact that I can get you far away in eight minutes and then yeah. drive home in under 20 minutes into the valley is a, is a fantasy. I, I drove to from Cerritos. Oh, in 25 minutes the other night. Two Cerritos in 20? From, from. I was, I, I was, I was so, playing a concert. It took me an hour and 45 minutes to get there. I know. And 25 but it took me 25 back. minutes to get back. That's yeah. Because it's only like, what, 15 miles? Yeah, it's not that. Yeah, yeah that's what, miles. That's yeah. what's infuriating. Santa Monica yeah. could be 20 minutes. Yeah. Oh, oh easily. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, no, I made it in let. I made it back in 18 minutes that's once. Not, I'm like. And I've, I've, I've gotten caught in a two hour Plus, oh, yeah. travel. it only took yeah. once. You could have, you could have left at 3 p.m. And I was like, okay, you know, it was nice coffee, great to catch up. I'm gonna drive back home. <laughs> it's changing my behavior. Like, all likes, if I'm out and we finish up, I'll just go to a coffee shop for the next three hours, yeah. four hours, yeah. just to wait. Because I, I used to, we used to have to wait in New York, but it wasn't like due to the commute. It was okay, events here. I don't wanna like, train pack and then train mm-hmm, pack so mm-hmm, i always was mm-hmm. mobile with the laptop yeah but like now it's so bad here i mean you have to travel around a lot i'm doing yeah. the stuff here it's like i just got like a a desktop thing to sit down here it's like i'm not traveling around because of this this traffic right exactly it's like i'm not going in new york i'd work at three places every day how fast how fast does it take you to get from your door to the stage and oh my hall. god literally four minutes oh my god <laughs> you've got the timing oh down yeah, oh my god i was god. like i'm the time <laughs> The oboe's tuning and you're like rolling out of bed. <laughs> like, okay. oh, I, I feel bad saying yeah. this, but this only happened like once. Yeah, where okay. I was, I think I was really sick and I didn't hear, hear the alarm. Yeah. So I got up at like 9.45 and rehearsal starts at 10. Oh, so it literally rolled out of bed <laughs> and I made it by like 9.50. You beat people there. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why I stayed in the, that's yeah. why I chose to stay in the dorms. So it's like, yeah. you're training at 9? I'll see it. I get oh it up at 850. I'm walking up at 850. I'm, I'm busting up in there. And all the poor commuters were like miserable. Yep. Do you want do you want to hear how I almost didn't graduate? I'm ready. What happened? From Juilliard. Um I so it was it was like my 
first semester senior year. Uh, sorry, first semester second year, sorry, uh, of my master's. And I had two snafus. First one was that I overslept and I got a call from, who was the orchestra person when we were there? Uh, 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 Metcalf. Ro- Ro- Rose- Rosemary Metcalf. Yeah, I got a call from Rosemary. Uh, so like, hi, where what? are you? And I was like, what you mean? Uh, what you she mean? Was- <laughs> She's like, we, uh, we're tuning right now and I don't see you in your chair. And I was in bed. <laughs> so I rolled back. I took the one and I got to rehearsal after the intermission. So nice. that like I was already on like probation. And then I had another instance where, you know how we have cycles. Yeah. I like for some reason put it on the wrong day, put like one of the rehearsals on the wrong day. So it was like a put it on like Wednesday instead uh-huh. of Thursday or forgot to put Thursday. And I got another call. Hi, Drew. Uh, where are you? And so, like, I uh, almost, I almost failed. So I had two strikes, and so the third strike was, uh, it was like one of our final concerts, and uh, they had recently changed the call time for concerts. Oh. Remember, it used to be like fifteen before, right? But uh, apparently, they changed like forty-five before. Uh, so I, you know, that halal truck in uh-huh. on sixty-fifth. Oh, uh, yeah. I was upstairs Everyone. in the lounge eating. Uh, and so seven, uh, we were supposed it was like eight o'clock show or something. Seven thirty rolls by. I like to start to roll in, and uh, I'm in the I'm in the elevator with I Dean missed Meyer. that whole truck. Continue. I miss it too. I was in the elevator with Dean Meyer, and I'm walking in with him. We're having a great conversation. He's telling me, <laughs> uh, you know, Sin Yun said good things about my last lesson. I was like, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's you just I made never that had up. a good lesson with her ever. I always always impressive to remember my teacher, you know? but also alive. <laughs> and so I roll in with him, and then Rosemary comes up and is like, I regret to inform you that you're 15 minutes late. Uh, I think you're on. We're gonna have to have a discussion. Uh, and so I was on probation. If I would have done anything bad, if I would have been late for any rehearsal, I would have failed orchestra and not been able to graduate that year. But I, you know, actually, I think so they got a bit. I know they bend those. They bend those rules. Uh, I know they were super nice. Okay, well, they're trying to wreck you, but they were they're yeah, scary. Yeah, yeah, but man, were, so many people. I was scared, bro. Yeah, but you know, it's kind of ridiculous because, like, you know, if they want to like train us to be in the real world, like. And no one's gonna come. I mean, you can't just like do the t- call time for thirty minutes or like forty-five minutes before the concert. What if are you that's gonna do? That's not how it works. Yeah. yeah. Like people, you know, you have to kind Wreak of havoc. teach them to be independent and just kind of rely. Yeah. Like, Emulate the real world. So. Yeah. Just be. You have to be responsible for your tardiness, or mm-hmm. you know, it's not like mm-hmm. don't. I don't know. I almost failed too. By the way. Oh, hey. <laughs> And guess what? She's in that's Minnesota. That's a confession. That's, a, that's a confession. Look. We're sending off this this tape. We got it on tape, both of you. Here's what here's what we can contact. We'll tell you. Juilliard School. You, it's okay to be a fuck up right now, homie. If you're a fuck up, it's okay. You can turn it around. We're There's still proof. a chance. There's still a chance. But if one of us, one of us is living proof. Yeah. One, <laughs> one of us. One of the people in this yeah. room is living proof. <laughs> <laughs> you can turn it um, I'm very I'm very happy to. Uh, I, I'm very. Honestly, I'm so honored that you've been so open 
and and about like your your emotions and like some of like your failures with us because like a lot of people it takes a lot of time to like kind of have a real authentic conversation with people well the people, truth serum takes a while yeah, 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 yeah. injected you but like the moment stuff. you sat down i literally you literally let your hair down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, it's still kind of wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying out, trying out. No, but like I really, I really have been enjoying this conversation. Um, but like, I don't want it to be just one sided. Like, do you have some questions for us? Like, how have we been doing? And like, then we're gonna get to your concerto performance of <laughs> yeah. our choice at the end. Or actually, can I ask you a question from my audience? Yeah. Because I, I had a, I had a DM recently. Uh, of a listener. Listener questions. And oh, my this goodness. Is, uh, I know listener mail. Uh, and this is from... This is from Holly Hiking on Instagram. And uh, she says, if this hasn't been covered yet, when friends or family say, get a real job, uh, why don't you take this non-music full-time job that would be handed to you? Like... How do you cope with those pressures as being a freelancer? Like, because you were a freelancer for a yeah. little bit. I think bit. we've each had a different experience. Let's hear it. Yeah, but I want to hear your Yours. perspective on it. Like, freelancing and part-time jobs have been plenty real. And Holly was saying, plenty real for me. Mm-hmm. This is what Holly says. Right. And I agree with that. Did you have any of those pressures from other people to, like, get a real job or, like, do um, anything like that? You know, actually... Uh, I mean, freelancing is fun, and there's always like whenever you get an email from like a contractor, oh my god, it's a it's like, dopamine yeah. is like, oh, I get to money, eat, money, money, money. <laughs> I get to <laughs> eat, <Here> comes money. <laughs> money, 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 money. Um, no, but there's that thrill, you know. Mm. But if well, so when I was like freelancing in New York, like being in grad school, like financially, like I was not, I was just, not, I was just not. Doing <laughs> He's oh, freelancing. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, I know. Grad school got you all excited. Yeah, and you know, my family wasn't really doing that well either financially. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just, you know, they but they didn't really pressure me to like mm-hmm. get a job or anything. That's like, so good. That's good. Yeah, they were always very supportive. Um, you know, but I at some point I think I realized that I wanted a stability, yeah. a stable job with, you know, I don't know, you can fall because I felt like I mean I'm sure it's the same with you guys but I felt like I didn't have anywhere to like fall back on like 100%. I felt like I was like alone and yep so I don't know my that's family, why we built this yeah my yeah. family was really supportive so I didn't have that pressure but that's I great. felt pressure on myself Yourself. with mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. like I have to get a job because mm-hmm. I need stability you know mm-hmm. so do, yeah. do you feel a lot but now that you have that stability do you feel better? Is that does that coincide with the self compassion? Yeah, I do feel better, and mm-hmm. you know, I used to like be so hard on myself with money. Also, yeah, like if I spend like five dollars on a latte, I'd be like, "You fucking stupid but, shit!" Wait, <laughs> unbelievable! You spent five dollars. Oh latte. man, kill yourself. I, Trevor saw my passenger seat. I have a food scale. I bought a food scale for oh, five dollars, and I'm kind of like, "Did I really need this?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, so yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> it was from Tiffany's. That was a little excessive. It's diamond encrusted. What about you guys? How do you guys cope? Did you like cope with that? Or, like, uh, do you um? Do you keep in touch with Isabel? 
Pagan. Not really, but I see her like on Instagram. Yeah. She's like doing so well. She's doing comedy. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's living, she's living her life. She's freelancing. Yeah. And I look up to Isabel because I've always loved comedy. And right. uh, I think that for me, the way that I try to bring about that stability is by building things mm-hmm. that release me from the shackles of like mm-hmm. uh, needing that dopamine hit from that contractor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Because uh, if I one day, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Get shot. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Got him. Sorry, we had to we had to stop for the pics. But essentially the way I'm coping with it is this really this podcast and all of my mm. social media oh, and photography and videography. Just knowing that I have enough irons in the right. fire to where if I'm not getting hired to do viola, I can at least do some photographic right. or videographic work. Mm-hmm. It's also uh, fulfilling and balancing. So you get yeah. to like tickle your interest and that also mm-hmm. helps pay bills. So I've always oh, yeah. been fortunate tickle, that tickle, for tickle, pretty tickle, much tickle. every job, it's always been music or music adjacent, yeah. either through music publishing, mm-hmm. editing, uh, education, huh? education programs, huh? composing film, theater, dance, like all these different things have always been music related. But... It's hard. So from New York, what I was saying before the mic cut out is multiply employed with um, like lots of teaching different programs, but also balancing all these projects. One thing mm-hmm. that was hard was coming out here to be fully freelance and mm-hmm. fully project based right. because then suddenly I, I felt like I lost all my community because I wasn't going anywhere, right. to, you know, to interacting with students, going back to Julia, teaching the kids, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, doing the the New York Phil's program where I'd meet like all these like great kids from all over other teachers. I suddenly went to me in this room right. and a Wi-Fi connection. Yeah. With like no human with interaction. Nothing. Yeah. And like, so if Minnesota, the barrier for travel is car and snow, right. mine was car and car here uh, because of just the traffic. It's like, right. I don't want to see you. You're three hours away on the, the <laughs> do you guys have any fun uh, rituals that you do in the orchestra? That's like unique. Oh, okay. Like traditions. Yeah, we do. We yeah. do actually have a lot of like oh, fun things. Yeah, can you talk to us about some? So like whenever someone like drops anything, all of us like put our instruments up. Like drop like a shoulder rest <laughs> balls so off or something? Yeah, we're yeah. like, let's say we drop this and we all yeah. have to go. Th- and it's like automatic. Whoa. That's like, hilarious. Yeah, because it, it means like it's not me. Like oh. showing your hands up. Like That's not funny. me. That wasn't but, so I didn't know funny. orchestras have ritual things. Yeah, I think. There's like little tribes. Man. Yeah. They're like tribes. And um, whenever like the conductor says oh let's skip to and then people will go like skip like uh, <laughs> or like when they say jump to and they like jump oh <laughs> i love it that's cute yeah that's cute what do you think the like from from your perspective what do you think the positive value of having like those traditions is well like, i don't i think it keeps it very like light not too serious mm-hmm. you know like no one must mm-hmm. want to work in an environment where it's like tense and mm-hmm. serious mm-hmm. i mean yeah we you know we're serious music craft. Yeah. yeah yeah but i think just in general like having some like sense of humor about mm-hmm. it it always yeah. helps that's great. So I think it like keeps it kind of fun and you know uh-huh. I mean and then we know that we can like joke around and have fun when we want to. You know, it's not like That's good. 
you know, just have a sense of humor about it. Is Minnesota, is it, is it more of a younger orchestra? Yeah, it's... Is, the, is that why you yeah. think you're yeah. well, I, I don't think so, because it's just like, it's been like a thing for a long, long time, I think. But it, it, yeah. it, they're getting an infusion of younger blood. Yeah, like we just hired show. like three new violinists yeah. and we're like in process of hiring like new, like principal, like very prominent positions. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Wow. Natsuki's there. Yeah, Natsuki. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she, we, we touched that a little earlier. Oh, uh, I was Mr. Out. Mr. Uh, I was out. Maybe, were you? That must Probably. have been, no, yeah. Yeah, this whole, this whole Shiloh thing has been... Uh, it's pretty, pretty he's, distract- he's pretty distracting. Yeah, this little good. He's, he's on the move, but he's, he's just he, he he needs love. Yeah, he thinks he's just he's, like it's been it's been two sponge. whole minutes since you showed me affection. <laughs> he is a love sponge for sure. Oh my god, you yeah, know? but he's okay, like a, I miss the Natsuki. I'll listen back okay. when I when I. Read he's a uh, he's an insecure because I was sponge, friends though. with her. We hung we had classes and stuff. Oh, so I reached out to her when I was there, but for the wedding, but she was. At another wedding outside, it was the one weekend she oh, was coming. It's more truth to what Jenny was saying about the wedding, like how crazy weddings mm-hmm. are in Minnesota. Is like, if there's one wedding, there's probably forty yeah. <laughs> going on at the same time. You Just know? the season. Oh, yeah. man. But oh my God. so let's go ahead and I think even like segue towards the future. So you're there, like now you settle it in. You're you're more compassionate about yourself got long distance relationships you've now had more life experience do you see your do you see yourself either staying there this doesn't have to be career but just what what are you projecting five Mm -hmm. years ten years down well you know i love um minnesota and i think it's a great city and i mean i i feel so like fortunate to be in a great orchestra with great colleagues Um, but I think eventually I would want to move back to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know when don't, that this would This is be. your permanent home, so to speak. Yeah, I don't know. Like like I said earlier, I feel like, I really feel like myself here and mm-hmm. the weather. It's just something about it. It's, it's not even like career related at all. I'm just, I think if I look at like long term. You I, know what you want. I don't think I don't think you need to have to know right now. Yeah, and it's okay because you landed a very because it won't. Yeah, yeah. So I think eventually I would want to, but that doesn't mean like I want to move right now. Or it's. I mean, I think just down the road, like you know, I would always have to go wherever you know the career takes me. Mm -hmm. I guess. But if given the choice, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Cause so it's not about like, oh, you need to go do this, like set these steps in motion. I'm always right. just curious, like, where do people see themselves like in their comfort home? Like, are they, are they isolated, you know, out on a farm or are they right back in New York? Just yeah. hopefully in a bigger building uh, with an I, elevator. I like farms. I like farms. Yeah, Drew, where are, you, where are you going in the future? Uh, you know, honestly, for what I want to, it's, it's not, I will not permanently have residence in Los Angeles. I guarantee that. Same, same. But, I don't see myself here forever. But what I really see for myself is finding uh, a really good community of people that I love and adore that is independent of my location. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love social media for because I'm able to still stay connected to people I really care about. Right. Uh, and to connect with more people that really inspire me. And I actually really just kind of want to use 
you know, I'm wobble, wobble fat. I'm gonna use reflect <laughs> and deflect this question back to you. You good, bro? Uh, what are you doing musically to continue to grow? I, I, I find that because I don't have a teacher that I fall into my mm-hmm. own practice habits, right. which aren't bad. But I love talking to people about mm-hmm. their practice habits and the things they do. Yeah. Because I, I'm looking to switch it up. Are you, like, doing lots of scales? Yeah, like, lots yeah. of scales, lot of, lots of etudes. Because, you yeah. know, it's so funny because, like, I never thought I would, like, remember what my teachers, like, said in lessons. Yeah. Or, yeah. But, like, when I'm, when I'm practicing, I hear, like, Hagi's voice, like, oh, what about yeah. you think about the fourth finger (laughs) (laughs) think about the balance yeah release your back release your eyeballs (laughs) (laughs) whatever crazy thing she was yeah release your eyeballs (laughs) let them fall out of your brain And into the music. But I like hear her voice in my head sometimes. Isn't it just beautiful? like it's really beautiful. And also I found that recording yourself, I mean, I yes. hate it. Yes. Freaking hate it. Yeah. But I think it really helps. Cause like you're able to just step away and then just listen objectively and just be really critical. It's so hard. It is. Do you ever like video yourself? Is that what you Oh I that's what that's what Instagram that. Instagram has made me a better viola yeah. player. I'd I'd say yeah. even like this podcast like conversation or doing general interactions, listening back, I realized some like the faults. Like, you know, the little yeah. words I'd repeat over and over. And it helps yeah. editing this because then because mm-hmm. I have to listen to two hours of me. I'm like, wow. oh my God, like fix this in the computer. <laughs> <laughs> delete, 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 delete. Oh. But yeah, the tape doesn't lie. What yeah. do you? Uh, are you ever? Have you ever thought about other genres? Oh, I really like jazz. I do. Mm. Are you? Are you doing any transcriptions right now? No. See, I'm so bad. I just like listening to jazz. Awesome. That's still good. Hey, step one. That's that yeah. is an p- important step. So, oh my God, Jenny! Yeah. Can we play jazz viola yeah, together? Let's, let's do jazz it. Let's play get some standards. Yeah. I know. Can we do like a jazz viola duo? Yes. Like, oh my God! I think that's, literally, that's... I was at Asta recently, uh-huh. and I think I there is a I got a, was given a book of jazz really? viola duets. Yeah, that's amazing. Can I'm I see after? Yeah, like, I, I don't have it with me, but like I'll send you some pics. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe we could like do a remote recording. Yeah, that would like, be amazing. Play some with each other. Yeah, that'd be that'd super be so fun. Much fun. Yeah, I, I, I think jazz is like the improvisation. Yeah, really applies like our scalar work. Yeah. to an actual expression. Right. I mean, because jazz is also you know it has a structure, so it's like it's not like I mean we know the structure, we know how it goes, mm-hmm. but we just have to be you know. I don't know. It's a, someone like my jazz friend told me that it's not really like, yeah, you're being spontaneous and you know you're improv, you know you're improvising, but really it's just a muscle. You know, you just mm-hmm. have to like keep doing it. Yeah, I've tried because I played jazz growing up, but again, most of it was written to jazz bass. Yeah, and like big band, so I could read any chart. You know, that's because we get trained at that mm-hmm. sight reading. But then the moment you take that sheet music away, oh Jesus. And, and even since then, like, teaching a lot of music theory and ear training, even with that, like, no, it's like, I know all the chords, I know what to do. Mm-hmm. It's still such a separate skill. I think one thing that's nice about trying it is that it's it's so close and adjacent. 
with what we do, it's still your instrument. It's still right. notes. Yeah. It's music still functions the same. And yet to be so bad at it <laughs> is comfort. It's kind of funny. Yeah. So I have all these guitars and even still I'd learn everyone's songs. So I could play these virtuosic right. fancy solos, could play almost anything on guitar that I learned. But the moment it was, okay, it's time for you to take the solo, like come up with it. It's just, it was sheer chaos. So it was really humbling now to like try to learn how to do it because it's like, oh, I'm back to square one. It's kind yeah. of comforting being bad at something. Dude, it's, I gotta it's, read that too. It's, it's, it's what it is though, is it's like what you said, it's like that voice that's like kind of mean to you. Right. Like when you, when it's like, okay, you have 16 bars, go. It's like the first words that pop up in my brain is like, what the fuck do you mean? Where's the music? You can't do this. And that's your prefrontal cortex. When you improv, that's not active. They've done studies of jazz people's brains wow. and uh, EKGs to look at where the blood flow is in the mm -hmm. brain to see what parts are active when they're wow. doing a solo. And the part that does cognition, that does logic, that mm -hmm. does all of the self-analysis, the prefrontal cortex shuts off. Oh, wow. And so I'm learning, at least with improv comedy, to notice that. It's like when I'm on stage and like somebody walks out on stage, we'll get a, we'll get a uh, suggestion, hot dog. And then like, we're like, okay, hot dog. And then somebody walks out. I don't even know what I'm gonna say. I don't know who I am. I don't know, <laughs> it's blank. Wow. And then I just walk on with my stage partner and then they'll turn to me or I'll turn to them and they'll say something. And it could be like something as simple as like, you know, Janet, I really don't like going to the grocery store with you at rush hour. You know, and then Janet or my stand partner, it could be a, a stage partner, it could be a dude, it could be Trevor. He could just be Janet. He has the, well, Gerald, I told you, this is the only time I like to be out, you know? <laughs> and then you have to create this okay. world together. Wow. Going blank slate. And so I think we, go into music as right. class musicians with a lot of baggage. Right. Oh my goodness. So much baggage. All of our experiences, all the, all the sonatas and concerti and, and, and Bach cello suites. But when you improv in jazz right. or improv in comedy, you have to go out with, I'm just gonna listen and react. Wow. And so that's what I'm learning to do, but I'm so bad at the music part. But of it. I feel like that could really help, like the performing it performance does. anxieties and like, you know, because like you get anxious because you're thinking too much. Like yeah. just let it go. But I don't yeah. know how to do that. But you you, know. you can learn. You yeah. can learn to shut it off, and that's right. the part. Have you ever have you ever reached when you do a solo performance, like you're playing and you're so into the music that you're you forget to be nervous. Have you ever gotten there? No. You haven't. I'm like kind of embarrassed, but I- No, don't be. I never, I don't think I never like let go of- Really? Like, it never felt like I'm always thinking or like the next, uh -huh. I don't know. It's something that I've been working on. Just like not, I, I want to like not think about it and just play music, but it's hard. Have you ever gone hmm. on tour with like, like had a solo recital and performed it like 12, 20, 25 times? No. I highly recommend yeah. it. Yeah. Because playing on these cruise ships, right. uh, playing yeah, with perform, the Sphinx perform, Virtuosi, perform. I did over, in my four and a half month contract, yeah. I did over 330 concerts. Wow. And it's hard music with a lot of viola solos right. and stuff. And so what I learned was the more you actually do that thing, right. 
you get into that flow state. Right. I think that's what we miss in classical music is yeah. we don't ever learn how to get in the flow state. Right. That's so right. Yeah. You have to get into the rhythm. Yeah, get into the, yeah. It's like, it's like I said, it's like the muscle thing. You, know? mm-hmm. you have to get used to. Mm-hmm. But you do perform a lot. I mean, it's to yeah, do, you but do. it's just a different you do. type. Yeah. Well, same, yeah, same with the sure. auditions. It's just a different... I think that's what it is, too, is the auditions. Yeah. Was there a point in the auditions where you were like, you were like you were hyped up like a warrior yeah but also i was like really tired so oh I, like, tired warrior i mean i i cared a lot but then i think at some point i was like you can't do this to yourself like i'm so tired stop thinking just go and play um, really? oh, yeah. kind of like bur- so you're like I'm getting, I'm getting too old for this shit yeah <laughs> you know actually the funny thing is a week gonna have before the Minnesota audition I took another audition and I felt Whoa. really good about it and didn't advance mm. and it was like a different repertoire mm. you know wow. and you but you overcame it how you know, like what was that process like you overcame it quickly it's not like you dwelled on it thought about it for months like one week later well you, you just delivered. have to like move on like no one's gonna like nothing's gonna come out of like you like crying in your room and mm. you just have to get keep going like Unless you record it and make it a podcast. Yeah. And, and, to which I'm going to listen and start crying, for sure. I, I guarantee I'll be on the I'll be You're going to put on one, a 30 minute I'll be on the 101. I'll be on the 101. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> but you did it, though. Like, I mean, it's easier said than done. Like, one week later to go in and do something as stressful uh, and taxing as an audition. But, yeah, but I think because I took that audition, I it, it, like I said, it's like a muscle thing. Mm-hmm. Like the more you do it, the more you get less nervous and yeah. less like pressure, less. Yeah. So I think you just have to like keep doing it. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's just like so it's kind of nice that it happened so recently because you at least had that energy rush before. So yeah. That. So two yeah. auditions isn't enough. I need to I need to keep going. Yeah, you need to keep yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, you should. You to go up hanging with Nathan. Yeah, that, that's what I'm most excited about. Yeah. If I get in his, if hang, I get his that Tesla, Seattle, see, I get to hang out with Nathan. You get to drive a Tesla. Tesla. He drives. <laughs> I get to have a Tesla. I can afford a Tesla. Girl, I'll pay off my student loans first. Go for it. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm definitely gonna hit you up then because yeah, like, we should do mock audition. I would love send that. those tapes. I'd be so honored. I'll record your tapes. I would love to do that, and I would tapes. love to actually do it publicly too, and like really go through, well, like literally document, like vlog, like my mock auditions and like this process because wow. I want people to be able to see that. Right. And I, I'm not. Att- I'm getting to a point where I don't really care mm-hmm. about whether or not I get it because if I win the audition. That on almost would be worse for me mm. in terms of I wouldn't be here with Trevor anymore. Right. Yeah. I'd have and to that's really, in. you know, that's a tough decision. A uh, career, job, funding, Tesla. But see, that that tells you <laughs> what I really want. Podcast with but Trevor. that tells you what I really yeah. want is like I care more about what I'm gonna I'm just doing. live with you in Seattle. I'm gonna move in. Yeah, come on. And you bring Amy home. too. <laughs> no, you're gonna have to do the long distance with Amy. I'm gonna have to do the long distance. You know? <laughs> you know? I'll see you once a month and we'll, we'll catch up and all that. Yeah, no, he'll he'll live in my Tesla. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we'll just record it. That'll be the shtick. We'll That's just record it. Sure it. Tesla. We'll, we're gonna cry. Bed. We're gonna cry about our lives in my Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a lot easier to cry. As it drives me to Symphony Hall by itself. Uh that I, I really just want to I wanna connect people. 
journey. Like, that's what I'm most passionate about. I want to connect the many different types of musicians that exist in this world because right. we're so segregated, right. but we're all doing the same things and we all can teach each other valuable things right. uh, on how to communicate our craft to mm-hmm. people better. Right. And if we learn how to be better communicators of our craft, we can make more money. Right. We can affect more lives in a positive way. We could possibly affect society. Right. Uh a big a group that I really look up to. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of them. They're called Black Violin. Mm-hmm. Friends of the Pod. I just talked to them. They released an album with some really, really impactful songs. And they're... Because uh, they're down in Miami, right? Is that where their home base is? I don't, don't want to... I don't really know for sure. I know there was FSU. Okay. Yeah. But... Uh, such great friends and uh this album's incredible you should go check it out i'm gonna give you the name right now because off the top of my head even though i've listened to it three times straight but they so they tour around all over like they have pretty sure they have like a tour bus like they, they're doing take, well enough take to the like stairs it's called take the stairs with black yeah. violin it's incredible they're breaking branching out it's a violinist right. and a violist oh. and they're brothers and they play hip-hop that's amazing. Violin. It's Take incredible. the stairs. Are they trying to target the, the New York market? Take the walk up. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Take the stairs. You You're going to thank yourself later. Your butt's going to be amazing. Okay. And that means you get to have an extra cupcake a week. Because you're, you're, you're <laughs> increasing your, your calorie expenditure. But um, anyway, what I meant to say about that is a lot of their music is taking... Uh, more of a social commentary perspective, mm-hmm. which I think at some point, I don't think we should all be forced to go full Nina Simone and mm-hmm. try to like join the Black Panthers. Not everyone yeah, has to join the Black Panthers. But some people can watch it. <laughs> I think art that really communicates an idea that is impactful and could possibly change people's perception mm-hmm. is important, is important because without it, like, without artists like we we wouldn't be able to hear hard truths right right that's why comedy is beautiful it's it's it makes you laugh because there's a little bit of truth to it and mm. it's hard to talk about right but it's being talked about it's being joked about mm. which means that it's being planted in people's brains so i think you know the way we deliver music can do the same thing right. and black violin is taking that step and i'm very mm-hmm. much proud of it have you thought about in your way how you can do that how you can make impact or you what's a cause that you really care about that you could really see yourself getting behind in the next decade or two decades oh wow um artists as citizens you know police mm-hmm. was talking about this right. for a long oh, time I got the book <laughs> i didn't read that book i didn't read that I don't read, but 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 <laughs> I, the the message is important. I think it's something we. Need. I read the title. It's really impactful. Yeah. Is this something you just haven't really? Because you've been in audition mode. Yeah. Yeah. No. So. Um. You know, I mean, this is a really big topic, but you know, I think you know some schools are cutting the, the music education mm-hmm. and you know, kind of cutting like the artsy things from, you know, school districts. Mm-hmm. And I just can't imagine growing up without it. And yeah. I think it's so... I mean, your life was changed by yeah. all of us. We wouldn't have done yeah, what we Yeah, a child's yeah. development, I feel like they need... 
they need to be around arts. They need to be exposed. And it's just kind of breaking my heart that that's not really the case anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think our society is changing because of that, mm-hmm. you know, the, I do too. you know, the way we interact with each other. I mean, yeah. I mean it's like a completely different thing now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know if I'm making any sense. But no, I'm no, you're, you're, sense. you're making yeah. perfect sense. Um, and what are some ways you think we can fix it as musicians? You know, we I, need solutions. So I don't if know. you have a PowerPoint presentation, <laughs> yeah. we'll put yeah, that in the description. I don't know what the solution is. No, we're just, having, we're just having conversations. I just, yeah, no, I, yeah. I thought about it a lot. And, you know, I would at some point want to look into um, doing, you know, like creating some like outreach program. Yeah. But, you know, I have no idea how I'm going to do that. Or mm-hmm. it's just an idea in my head. Mm-hmm. And I, you know. It's got to start somewhere. Like, yeah, but. That's the idea. You know, it's just kind of. I mean, it made me who I am, the, the way I am as a person because of art, you know, music and any art form. You know, it's. I just feel like it's so crucial in a child's development. Mm-hmm. And. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think every child deserved that. Deserved. Mm-hmm. Deserve, uh, I can't speak. How did it? How did it help that. you as a kid? Like for me, I can only speak to my own. But mm-hmm. being able to play viola made me feel a little bit more confident because at least there was something I was good at, yeah. right? Like how did yeah. it feel? You can see something. You can see improvement. Also, yes. like I feel like when you're like younger, like there aren't like all the feelings you're not able to express through like words. Yeah, you're able to express through like art, like drawing, mm-hmm. you know, like it's therapeutic mm-hmm. and, or music. And I just feel like it's so crucial, mm-hmm. you know, in any child's journey. And I think it even extrapolating into adulthood, it's still a valuable tool, yeah, a healthy tool. Cause like when I was, uh, this is a, I might talk about this on another pod mm-hmm. more in depth, but I hadn't talked to my dad in over 14 years. Oh, wow. And I went and saw him for the first time. You did? Uh, yeah, uh, a week ago. That? It was really, it was not good. Oh. It's not good. But it, mm-hmm. what the experience was very unpleasant, but mm-hmm. the result has been so healthy and helpful for me. Really? In what way? So I'm curious. I realized that and we can go into this in, in depth mm-hmm. at another yeah. time. But like I realized that the fact that he never reached out in 14 mm-hmm. years had nothing to do with me and nothing to do with uh, whether or not I mattered. Right. Uh, it, 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 he, he's a profoundly... He's a profoundly oh. damaged person. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was something that I learned. But I also just wanted to say, like, leading up to that, right. I was practicing for this for like a recital that I was going to give when I was back at home. And I just started crying thinking about mm. my dad. Oh. Like not, and not just like a tear, ugly crying. And yeah. so for about 10 minutes straight, I'm sobbing and I'm still trying to play and I had to put it down. And then I went and I dealt with that right. uh, and really had a good cry and, mm-hmm. and talked to myself, wrote in my journal. But like, I wouldn't have been able to allow myself to feel that or express that if right. I didn't have music. Right. I probably would have looked for drugs or looked right. for something else to alleviate that pain. Yeah, of course. So that I think that even extrapolating into the future for tools that these kids right. have, I think it's something so valuable that mm-hmm. could really help with their mental health, which right. is a big thing that we're 
now starting to talk about And that it. you even, like, yourself realized with the self-compassion, just, like, these methods. Maybe it's teaching and combating, like, the, like, the self, self-hate or self, yeah. self-talk mm-hmm. with that compassion and, like, instilling that. Like, one thing I think about teaching students, uh, particularly ones, it's, like, I'm not trying to train them to be a good musician. Mm-hmm. For someone, it's often, it's, like, if I can just make you, like, a better person or more confident. So my, <laughs> my one, my one student, like, he's, I can just tell he's really nervous. You know, yeah. he doesn't want to play alone. Yeah. He's just starting out on the soon. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, the takeaway is I'm not training him to go alone. to school. Well, yeah, he's just like oh. nervous, like playing like one-on-one. Oh, like, you know, like, yeah. okay, like go, like play. And instead <laughs> of doing that, he'll be, uh, and if I play with him, he plays better. Mm. I do it. And it's like, okay, like I was like, the takeaway from this lesson, the, the side effect is getting better at music. The takeaway is confidence. So like asking questions where he has to like describe something to me or he has to perform for me. But all right. The boy is, is spoken. Yeah, we, we, so we've I mean we've had an awesome conversation. We, yeah, it's so yeah, great it's to connect. Super it's well. time it's time we go feed you and talk more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's, yeah. let's feed Jenny. Thank you so much for coming yeah, all the way out me. here. Do yeah. you do you have any projects or any Anything you want to plug, like your social media, you want some more followers, you want some more, oh. like what, what do you, what do you want people to, where can people find you on the internet? Do you have a website? Yeah, well, I do have a website, but I think it's, um, it's funny. Uh, I think it's suspended because I didn't pay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I like That's lost my good. credit card that was yeah. linked to the website. Uh, so the automatic payment you forget. Yeah, yeah. and I just I didn't even know it was down. Yeah, until someone, love it. Like, until someone why tells you. Yeah, why yeah, yeah. Is website working? I was yeah. like, oh, well, so well, I have well, to just go on and handle put in, that. We get but, you. Well, we can put it in the show, and we can when you, when you get it back and up up and running, yeah. we can we can broadcast yeah. that to the world. But I'm on Instagram. But, uh, Instagram, um, what is it? Oh, Cadence Jenny. What I love that Cadence what? Jenny. Cadence Jenny. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. With an I. <laughs> With an I. J E N N I. Yeah. Okay. Cadence just, Jenny. just so you can get it. <laughs> You'll correct. see the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll see the title. You guys can read. But um, also thank you for the question, Holly King, Holly Hiking. Uh, if you have some questions for us out in the podcast universe, please ask us. We love having the conversation with you. We love how you influence the course of our conversation. And if you haven't um, already done so, please give us a rating, give us a, drop us a comment. We want to read some comments live on the air. Like and subscribe. The funnier and non, more nonsensical, the, the better. Best. We'll read we it if, make, it's, if it's the most ridiculous If it's comment. really ridiculous. But remember, only five stars ready. work. No other ratings work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, pro- the, the way it's set up, the way it's set up. You know, you know it's, it's just, it's an algorithm. You know, yeah, it's algorithmic thing. You know what I mean? But thanks again. Thanks so much, Jen. It's good to see you. And all you guys, love yourself. You feel this? That's me blowing in your ear. You know who loves yourself? Matthew McConaughey. Uh-huh. <laughs>